we all hate, we all hate when we see a trailer at E3 or PAX or whatever, and it looks epic, and then it says later in development in five years, or sometimes they don't even tell you shit. And then you're just like, yeah. well, I guess I'll just sit here. And like Silas said earlier, maybe my kids will get to play that game, but not me. I'll be busy paying bills. And then the piss mm -hmm. icing on the shit cake is when you wait oh 14 years for a game and it's bad. Mm. That, yep. Yeah. Just That's the big one. Mm -hmm. Well... All right, let's play D&D. All right. <laughs> but you know what never lets you down? D&D. <laughs> <laughs> when are they releasing D&D 2, dude? <laughs> yeah. Um, no, man, I, like, I have been waiting. I know a few people who listen to the podcast have checked out Hollow Knight, one of my all-time favorite games, um, uh, because I talk about it all the time. And uh, the sequel for Hollow Knight uh, was announced a good long, a good long while ago. I'm actually gonna pull it up uh, right now uh, and see when they released when they announced it because it was pretty soon after Hollow Knight came out. They announced a sequel. They showed a, a teaser for it. It looked really good. It looked like the game had a lot of progress made Too on hollow it. So tonight. Like, oh, huh? Too hollow tonight. <laughs> This one's right over my head. Too fast, too furious. Oh, but it's oh, like too hollow, okay. but like tonight. <laughs> like, gosh damn it! I wish I was. I'm the worst about that. Someone says a good joke, and I just completely. It, it wasn't. I didn't good. get it either. It wasn't good. Yeah, um, yeah it was a high level, high minded pun joke. So I was the only yeah. one that got it. I didn't get it because I'm an idiot. I study sociophonetics, so. <laughs> Bad take, dude. Bad take. <laughs> um, I added this game to my wish list on Steam over a year ago. Um, is that an H game? I think game? it's been two years. I, I think uh, it is. Silk Song. The name of, of Hollow Knight is called... Uh, the name of the Hollow Knight sequel is Silk, Silk Song? Song. Yeah. Uh, I'm, Shit. So, damn it. Um, I am watching the, uh, the teaser trailer they did for this game right now, and it looks... So, like this looks like a finished game and it looks like you're watching someone play it and the game just still isn't here and everyone's kind of getting really and they just haven't like released anything about it mm -hmm. either uh maybe they just did maybe maybe like you know that if they release something within the last like couple weeks i wouldn't know about it um but um yeah and and they just it's the worst like don't don't tell me that the game is coming out if it's not if it's not coming out, right? And if you're gonna, I'm the only one who thinks that way. If you're gonna take ten years, make it good though. Do you guys remember? Yeah. Do you guys but remember? don't tell me about it until like year nine. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I don't think they can even do that. They've got like <laughs> requirements and yeah. <laughs> people, the sponsors and whatever. But that's true. At year five, they have to start collecting those um, uh, pre-purchases. Right. <laughs> But like, do you guys remember seeing the like Watch Dogs gameplay trailer? Mm-hmm. Or like the, the one, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and The Last yeah. of Us. I, re 
I remember being like, Watch Dogs is going to be the coolest game ever. I can be like, just like a vigilante hacker. And then I got it and it was just like, it was just kind of gimmicky, right? Like it just, it felt like they took like, someone had played a lot of Spider-Man 2 growing up and then they played a lot of GTA 5. And then they were like, what if we made like hacking mini games and put them all together? Like, you know, like it was just like, okay. And then obviously um, Cyberpunk was kind of a failure. Um, what was the uh, No Man's Sky was super hyped. Like, like, I don't know. It's just, it, it, do they, is there only, do they have to hype it that big? Right? Like, that's what I'm wondering. Or does it just like, like who's, who's to blame the, the companies that are like super hyping these games or is it the community that like sees something and we're just like, it's going to have this, it's going to have this, it's going to like change gaming for like, is it partially our fault too? You know, like. What do you guys I think, think it's a little bit of both. I think a lot of times gaming communities can set unrealistic expectations um, for things that are coming out. Um, but at the same time, I do think like some of the responsibility has to fall on like the gaming companies. But like then again, mm-hmm. you have to generate that hype so people will buy the game. Right. Mm-hmm, it's like right. if you have an unhyped game and it's really great. Like you might not meet your sales, you know, like it might just not happen. Um, yeah. See, so I, I don't know. I feel like, and this is like kind of a hot take, but like, I feel like nowadays you really don't have to hype your game that much. And yeah, there are more games like being made. Right. But if you hear like, like almost like how big your company is, is like almost enough hype for you. Right. Like if we hear that, like, I mean, if this was like two years ago, but if we were like CD Projekt Red, it's like working on this new project or like um, uh, like Rockstar Studios is working on like a new IP, right? You know, like that alone would get everyone excited because of all their past stuff, right? They don't have to blow their entire budget on like marketing and promos because everyone's like already hyped and like there are only so many game companies putting stuff out every year at e3 because games take forever to develop now so it's like there could be a slow year you know and even if you didn't blow your budget the game would still come out and if it was like ideally like a perfect game or like an amazing game and there was no marketing for it people would pick it up and play it you know what i'm saying like it's i don't know that's just me though like, I feel like back in the day, you almost like, I feel like video games now, like, like AAA games almost sell themselves now. Mm, I feel like, I feel like you, I'm having a hard time thinking of one that is like that, though. I'm having a hard time thinking of a, but because I think part of your, what you're saying is that like small Indie companies are are exempt from this, right? Because yeah, no, 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 yeah, definitely no. It's, like, it's based yeah. on reputation of the game maker, right? Like I, it's hard to think of a situation just because of the way that everything works, where there's a AAA game coming out that they don't try to hype up. So it's really hard to like confirm that idea just because yeah. it doesn't happen. Yeah. And well, I just I, go ahead. I feel like there have been times where what it was some video or something about Titanfall 2 just getting boned 
Oh, um, yeah. Their, or, par- their parent company. Yeah, and Apex yeah. Legends get, getting boned too, like maybe something like that, or Apex Legend release boning. Right. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. It, it's AAA games, despite having a big company behind them, I do think that advertising and like hype is really important. But the annoying thing about, about it is that you're purely given the idea and empty promises potentially i mean like there is no um there's no uh like repercussion for saying that this will be in a game and then it's not or something like that you know what i mean which just can often just put a sour taste in your mouth when it does happen right and it's not in there yeah um I don't know. It's 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 pretty. I can't think of a situation where where there's a game that has not been hyped, that becomes big, only after a release. Yeah, that's true. And 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 I guess like, I feel like, I feel like Borderlands Three had a bad marketing thing. Like like it was really only like two weeks before the game came out that you really saw like YouTube ads and like stuff for it. You know, um, so like that, that kind of goes against my point, but I, I just think that like 10 years ago, like, like where we are now versus 10 years ago, it is, it, you, you could get away with not hyping up a triple a game merely because there's so many Twitch like variety streamers, right? Like you get one, like you could spend your budget and have like one popular twitch streamer stream your game and if and this is all going off the idea that your game is like 10 out of 10 right like you know like their influence alone or or, you know people people just oh that looks fun i'm gonna play it like i feel like i feel like if a game company puts out a 10 out of 10 game and spends like minimal like um like marketing it'll eventually get found and be like oh this is a hidden gem like a year or two after they'll make their money back right yeah, but I also think I also think <laughs> one of the issues is that I like the hype itself directly benefits the company because it increases their present stock value. True. Right. That's true. Like getting uh, fans or whatever. I'm sure like E3 after successful reviews of all of the trailers you've released. Yeah. This company's stock goes up. So right. they there is not a reason. I mean, the the reason to not advertise and then just make a great game, save the money for for the game and then release it is pretty altruistic when you think I, about it. Oh, absolutely. Somewhere. Absolutely. Yeah. Also, I think it has a lot to do with game saturation, um, like in the present day with PC gaming going off the charts and like almost every household has a console now. I'm just reminded of the times when we were growing up when everybody had like First, it was like an N64, and then everybody had like a PS2 or an Xbox, and then everybody had a 360 or a PS3. The same titles pretty much were releasing on each console. There were some exclusives, but like there was like maybe three AAA releases a year that like everybody was super hyped for, right? Like you had your Halos, you had your CODs, and then you had like the sleepers, like Elder Scrolls that only came out every like 10 years or so, every five to 10 years. Yeah. Um, and then you had like your sports games that would come out were AAA. So there was 
not as many there wasn't wasn't as much room for like all these random indie games and other things where like like my steam library is like like 110 games or something stupid over the years mm -hmm. and yeah. like every year there are more and more games being released as like gaming becomes more popular and more of like a common like yeah. pastime so like i do think like hyping is almost become necessary for you to not get lost in the sea of games like even triple a games like you said like borderlands 3 didn't have a great marketing campaign and it kind of like didn't make a lot of noise which is really sad because borderlands 2 was like a gaming favorite for many people yeah. Um, like I love Borderlands 2. I don't I didn't buy Borderlands 3. And I think part of that was because of the lack of hype and there yeah. was more hype for and, other games at the time. And you know? it only came out on uh for PC it only came out on uh what do you call it? What's the the Fortnite store? Origin uh, or Epic Games. Epic. Epic yeah. Games, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. was yeah. that was pretty um, controversial. Bungus. You, but yeah, I think it's the I think saturation has a lot to do with it. Yeah, yeah. and you touched on something first like like the the world has as far as video games go, has changed so much. I think a lot of it is just not, you know, before, like, you had to buy a physical copy of a game uh, and, like, printing millions of physical copies of anything is quite an undertaking and, like, packaging those and all of that. And as you mentioned, you know, yeah, like, three or four AAA games a year. Um, that's, like, all they're doing. They're spending a lot of time on just this stuff, just, like, getting the game out the door. And now a kid with a laptop can make a video game and put it on Steam and billions of people can buy it for $2. Undertale, baby. And download it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Like you couldn't do that 15 years ago. Right. You just also, couldn't do it. There's a, there, um, Evan Online put a good link uh, in our gamer channel of the discord uh that was talking about that um that idea of of the <laughs> environmental impact of like mass producing plastic <laughs> like like packaging games you know and and yeah. like comparing it to digital downloads versus like buying physical copies so i know that wasn't the take you did but that's exactly where my mind went but no yeah there's it it is so much more accessible to get a game from your brain into the hands of other people yeah so I mean, it's the same thing that's happened to music like music has changed so much uh and for the same reason the video game has it's just anyone can can create now like the tools that you need to create are maybe you can't do it quite as like easily and you can't do just the super huge stuff that a triple a company can do but you can make a game and you can do it by yourself and it can be a really good game you mentioned Undertale, Stardew Valley is one person, mm -hmm. which is just mind-blowing to me. <laughs> uh, I, is that one person? No, I think it was a team, but it was still a really Oh, no, but it was an indie team. Like, they're yeah. tiny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, like Among Us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, Hollow Knight, a game I talked about earlier, is Team Cherry. They're also uh, not a big company. Uh, and, like, it's just, I, I think that's the, mo the coolest thing about how video games have changed and it's just like small teams individuals can make games that are good and can put it out there which i think is also good for the health of like video game community because those people charge 20 dollars for the games mm -hmm. and and not every game has to be a 60 hour epic tale um of a hero changing the world 
Sometimes it can be a little pixel man that bonk bad guy on the head and number go up. And that's great. And that game can be $5 and it can be super fun and you get five hours of entertainment out of it and you say, oh my gosh, I spent a dollar per hour on entertainment. That's awesome. That is also so you, Silas. <laughs> it's, it's I just, love my pixel art games. Yeah. <laughs> no. I, well, lo and, I love indie games. And Ugh. what's what's kind of like crazy is that like now we're getting into eras where um like free to play um like never ending games are happening and those are almost more cost effective than trying to crank out a you know a 60 hour playable movie um yeah. every every few years right yeah and um i mean i'm a i'm a big destiny head uh i know we all play league I also, Silas and I play Runeterra, like so many of the games that I play, most of the hours that I spend playing games are all like free to play nonstop service games. And it's, they just got to put out some patches, maybe some, a new character or something here and there, some skins that you uh, pay for. Um, but you know, so like they, they make, I don't, I don't know if they make just as much money as like a triple A, right. But like in the long run, how much, they make how, way more. How, yeah, they're like, how much are you, how much content are you producing versus how much you're making, right? Yeah. And so, and, and that's, that kind of ties back into what we're originally talking about is that like League of Legends came out 10 years ago. They're not, ha they don't go to E3 and do like League of Legends 2, like let's build the hype, right? Whereas like Elder Scrolls has been building hype for, for 10 years and it's like if they don't execute perfectly that was wasted time right yeah and so i wonder how many companies are e either they're going to like i i foresee them like every company will have like a free service game in their back pocket to generate revenue and then they can have like their triple a like like um uh what do you call it like like their their passion projects you know um, but mm -hmm. I would be scared to see or, or nervous to see like a lot of these amazing, you know, film, film adjacent uh, games coming out like slow in production and just to have more like never ending free cosmetic games, you know? Yeah. And like as yeah. we progress forward and forward, like people who are getting introduced to the gaming scene are literally like riding the tails of those free to play games right like when you ask like a kid what they play like they're probably gonna say like fortnite or you know league or you know some kind of free to play game that got them in the door right because it's it's really easy to like have your parents buy you a console and then they don't have to pay for a game you just download yeah. the game right right or like build a pc and then there's tons of free to play games that you can play forever right so i do think like free to play makes it more accessible as Silas was talking about, but the further away we move from the traditional pay 60 or even 80, if you go back to like the nineties and the eighties dollars for a game and like, it's typically like single player, maybe has a multiplayer experience added on top of it. But you know, like that golden age, which was more so golden for gaming companies, I feel like, which we're in a different golden age now with like free to play and skins and mm -hmm. cosmetics and stuff and DLC, but definitely like, 
Like, can you imagine spending like $60 on a game five times a year now? Like, I just can't. Like, there might no. be one $60 game I buy a year. Even even then, maybe not, right? There have definitely uh-huh. been times where I did not buy the AAA games of the year. Um, yeah. So, like, I definitely feel like the only, the only company that I feel like is still in that era and is still just slamming the game is Nintendo. But Nintendo's Nintendo. So, right. you know, that's what they're <laughs> yeah. going to do. But yeah, I'm surprised that nobody's brought up Kingdom Hearts yet. Um, another instance of a game where we waited like a decade and a half for the third, like true sequel to Kingdom Hearts 2, like that was console oriented. Um, and that was a massive like flub. Um, and then, like Chance mentioned Cyberpunk. Like it, it makes me like really worried, like you said, Chance, about Elder Scrolls, but like none of the Elder Scrolls have been bad. So like I'm just hopeful that you know yeah. I mean, none of the fallouts were bad. bad. None of the fallouts were bad. I mean 76. Except- <laughs> But yeah, like my, they, that was my they, point. <laughs> yeah, they, they apparently made it better. But like, I don't want another well, and that cyberpunk was, and where that they're was like, like dropping a, it and then fixing it. You know. Well, and that was their Infinity game. That was it was made by a, a different studio, a very small understaffed studio, and it was meant to be like a unlimited service. Like every, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it's kind not an MMO, but it's like a. Like you run around and, and interact with like, I mean, it is kind of an MMO in my opinion. Yeah, MMO. You know? yeah. Um, what did you just say for this? this yeah, but it's not massive. It's a very small MMO because the player SMO. base is abysmal. VSMO. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because because they screwed up. Because they screwed. They, up at the screwed. they screwed. Yeah. Screwed. All it takes. Abstinence is key. <laughs> what? You don't screw. You can't screw up. I feel like that was the joke Ronnie was was, was making. It was like screwing, that, and then I just like took it. Don't screw, absolutely. That definitely wasn't the joke I was making, but I appreciate I appreciate yeah. you, Silas. You said screw with so much force and <laughs> emphasis. I was, you said yeah. screw, oh, was I supposed screwed. to think anything else? They screwed. <laughs> like this is a sex joke, I guess. <laughs> Ronnie saying don't screw, so abstinence. You know, sometimes so, I just like to leave my jokes, you know, like ambiguous because because there's uh, no punchline. Good, yeah, no punchline. <laughs> um, no, but, no, no. I and I think back, like when when was the last AAA game that lived up to the hype? Right. I on mean, release or post release? Yeah, yeah, no, on release. Like the day it came out. It was a super hyped game. The day it came out, you put it in your console, it booted up on your PC, and you played it, and you were like, hot damn, this is exactly what I thought it was. God of War. Sly Cooper 2. Sekiro. Sekiro, <laughs> God of War. No, Sekiro, yeah. Um, let's see, what else? These are like, this is like going back like two or yeah. three years even. Mm-hmm. Was was God of War hyped as much as Sekiro? Yes. Yeah. It was it, I, I can't it was remember hype. as well. Yeah. It was hype. Yes. Yeah. It was hype. And it lived up to the hype too. See, yeah. I played it like after the hype, but like when I when I played it, I was like, this deserves all the hype that I heard. Right? Like, like I didn't play it when it first came out, but like, yeah. damn, that's a good game. I mean, it looks so good. The game just looks good. Yeah. I would also ah, say Last of Us Part 2. I'm still like halfway yeah. through it, but like I texted you guys like, Two hours in, I was like, "Yep, I understand why this one game of the year. Like, it is a beautiful game." I mean, Red Dead Two. Red Dead Two actually was pretty amazing. 
Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I, I still think Skyrim for me, I mean, that's a long time ago, but like, I yeah. thought that was like, Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, Skyrim I exceeded that. the hype because yeah. of, I mean, Skyrim kind of weirdly became a forever game because of the mod community. Right. You know, like not mm -hmm. the same way where you're like buying cosmetics and yeah. like the, the in like Bethesda's not updating it, but like Skyrim, but people are still playing it until Elder Scrolls, even if the next, once the next Elder Scrolls comes out, I think Skyrim is going to be relevant for like another yeah. 10 years, which is crazy. I, I remember, I remember like I got into oblivion late. Like I bought it like $20 bin at Walmart, like the you know greatest hits xbox 360 like thing and i remember playing through oblivion and it was the night it was it was uh 11 10 11 right the night before <laughs> skyrim came out and i was playing oblivion and i hadn't beat it and i was like well because it was like 11 o'clock i had school the next day i was like well time to go to bed this will be the last time I'll ever play Oblivion. I remember like in my head saying goodbye to Oblivion because I knew tomorrow I was going to play Skyrim and I was never going to touch Oblivion ever again. And I didn't. <laughs> I, I legit didn't. Um, yeah. I'm I'm still here trying to find AAA games that actually lived up to the hype. Mm -hmm. um, it's it's kind of sad that it's way easier to just name off games that didn't meet the hype. But Fighters was pretty good on release, but not... What exactly does it, AAA mean again who all qualifies as triple a i think it's just major game studios just major game studios so like yeah. breath of the wild yeah like mid -size, yeah, yeah for sure mid -size to Anything major publishers that's true breath of yeah. the wild yeah. totally counts breath of the wild is amazing oh yeah mm -hmm. and mario odyssey too. and mario but odyssey I both of those feel like games we're not including nintendo because nintendo, nintendo is, kind of is yeah yeah nintendo's definitely immune their problems uh, are different yeah yeah exactly yeah, yeah, yeah that's true they they live in their own bubble that's kind of that's like all, all, almost isolated from everything else. In their a lot of ways, usually it's weird. Their problems are usually aren't like uh, hyping bad games. Yeah, yeah. it's um, more about like company to consumer relations. I would say. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And just they're an anomaly. Creating an online gaming experience that's yeah. not garbage. They still haven't figured that one out. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of things that are just outdated. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It, like, like they, like they just seem sometimes like they just are very out of touch with the people that they're selling to, and they don't yeah. realize what people want. And it's like this is the why haven't I don't want a a menu that I have to point at with a <laughs> laser pointer. Yeah. You know stuff like that. Yeah. Speaking of like uh, Nintendo and like talking about previous gaming eras. I do think it's really interesting, like with everything moving to mobile and like to places like Steam, the lack of like shovelware for popular consoles is kind of crazy. Cause like, if you remember back in like, especially like when the Wii was big, like these just random ass games. Cause that's what you played games on, right? These like five, $10 games you could find at GameStop, like Burger King, Sneak King. And yeah. like uh, <laughs> like medieval oh, carnival man. games that were like yeah. essentially shitty mobile games, but was just on the Wii for some reason. Just uh -huh. gaming companies trying to make a quick buck off you, like get you to buy this five dollar game that we spent literally fifty hours on. <laughs> Those are so funny. Uh, I I agree. Um, yeah, you don't see as many of those games anymore. Like just like genuinely like 
shitty cheap games. Well, they're just on Steam now for two bucks and you just never see them. Yeah. But there's yeah, yeah, like yeah. millions of games on Steam that are just as bad. Yeah. <laughs> but they don't come in your Happy Meal, so. <laughs> yeah.